you know, somebody send me something. They I'll should send it. stuff just to be like, you know what? That smartphone photographer stuff is all crap. Our legit $800 cameras do take better pictures, and we sent Aunt Pruitt a free one so he could do <laughs> side-by-sides. That's how you do it. Have you asked, have you asked Nokia to, to let you uh, use one of the uh, 41 megapixel guys? I will, I will. ask. You got nothing to lose by asking. I will definitely ask. I sure yeah. will. And what if they say no? I will ask one more time. <laughs> and then they'll say, you know what? <laughs> I like your persistence. It is inconceivable that they would say no to Mr. Smartphone Photographer. <laughs> that is true. Inconceivable. Please. August 28, 2013. This is episode 68 of Yats. Every week, Wednesday night, yetanothertechshow.com. Check it out. I'm Matt Lee. Joining me this evening, we got Ant Pruitt. What's up, Ant? Mr. Lee, what's happening? Good to see you again. Larry Press also joining us. What's up, Larry? Good evening, guys. Good to see you. Mike Rothman, back from a little cold. Good to have you back, Mike. Believe me, it's good to be back, gentlemen. And from the Google, Richard Hay joining us also again. What's up, Richard? How you doing? Doing well, thanks. Good deal. Let's. Uh, we should start out with, because we mentioned this before, and it's the deadline is almost up, and I don't know um, how quickly Ant's going to get the show notes done this week, so the application deadline might be over by the time you hear this, but uh, August 31st for the Mars One trip the mission to Mars one way. If you want to get off of this planet, you and over 165,000 other people have sent applications in so far. They said I thought was interesting some uh, applicant statistics. The oldest applicant, 80 years old. The youngest applicant, 18. Which, and I'm guessing you have to be 18 uh, to fill out the application. So you have the whole spectrum there, which is kind of cool. Uh, 165,000 applicants are going to be one crowded spaceship. Yeah, right. <laughs> that just that just says that that they'll be good. They'll be well stocked for people. If let's say the first four trips don't quite work out, it's so good. Like we can keep sending people. So that's cool. Dude, this is not good. If I wanted to leave the planet, I'm probably trying to get away from people. Now you're telling me I got to go with another. Another person. I'm thinking the key is like when you get there, you need to just sort out your tribe real quick and then wipe out everyone else and then just call it good. Be like, nope, no more people. We're okay, thanks. Send send more food and I need another rover because I crashed my other rover. Uh, But yeah, other than that, no more people. We're we're good here. Speaking of rover, where is that damn thing? That thing is just trekking along. I you should we should all be following Sarcastic Rover on Twitter and then you oh, know. Oh, Sarcastic Rover is the best. Isn't that so brilliant? It's going about I bet it's going about 40 feet now. <laughs> no, it's it's actually gone pretty far. Let's how far? 50 feet. No, it's doing like science and stuff, man. 
this barely qualifies as news. No, but going to Mars one way does. And there that is a massive I mean, out of the six billion people on the planet and out of yeah. those that have internet and out of those that have actually heard of the planet Mars and this mission going to it, that's a lot of people that have it is. signed it up is. if you think about it. Did you sign up, man? Uh no. I want to, but I'm going to wait. I heard on a, another podcast they were interviewing uh, this lady, and she said that she wants to retire there and then die there. And I was like, that's how you do it. So I'm kind of waiting for for my retirement. But then, so yes. another 40 years for you from now? 10 years. Try. Try five years. <laughs> try. You'll be lucky if I'm here next year. <laughs> But no, very interesting. And I think it would be cool. And I mean, just, you know, just to be like, yeah, I'm going. It's no big deal. And all through the, there's going to be tons of testing. We've talked about this before. And this is quite a, a long article more going into like uh, the guy that's starting it and, and all that and his, his background and, and whatnot. So I'll put a link to it in the show notes or Ant will at yeah, no, techshow.com. So uh, are any of sir. you guys going? Did anyone actually apply? Are you guys all waiting to see if this even happens? No? About hey. like Google Glass, I'm waiting on version 2.0. Right? <laughs> let's, let's see if the first group makes it to Mars. <laughs> and right. then we'll talk about, you know, sending. But pretty cool. Uh, let's see. You had something about Nintendo. We don't really talk about Nintendo much on this show. I don't know if that's because Nintendo hasn't been doing much. Lately, or or what? But you want to? There's a price cut coming, yes, Ant. Yeah, the the Wii U, their latest console, uh, which is now optimized for HD television. It's it's currently a $300 device. It's now going to be a $250 device, and in my opinion, it's about $200 too expensive. And these are out. These are out now, or they're still not even out yet. They're out now, okay. and they can't give them away. They, How much they, was the Wii? The Wii was like what, two hundred bucks? The Wii was two hundred dollars, you know, several years ago. And, right, and that was a that was a hit. Yeah, it took off. It took off. Um, but again, it, it even still, it didn't really have a, a strong retention because people bought it, and it was great for those two months of partying, and then they turned it into little bookshelves or Netflix boxes, you know. And this Wii U was supposed to be a you know a big step up from the previous Wii, and offered the HD HDMI HD content and whatnot and better games, but nothing really happened. It's pretty. The Mario Brothers game is it it's pretty pretty nice, but outside of that, man, they ain't got jack. Well, and isn't wasn't this supposed to be the push to get them kind of equivalent with the Xbox? 360 or maybe even the new one, but probably not the new one because that's that not was, even out yet. That was the their PS4, push. right, or the 3. That or... was their push. But see, now they want to cut this price because of the new Xbox One and the PS4 coming out here in November. Ah, uh, so instead uh, of playing the we got the best awesome specs and games card, they're playing yeah. the, well, we're your premium choice card. Yeah, we're, we're cheaper. Yeah. <laughs> we're like the Nexus 7 of tablets, except not as good. Yeah, it, it's I don't know what's going on with Nintendo. I'm about ready to lump them with the likes of BlackBerry. You might, you know. right? Actually, I don't know though, because they have a lot of good 
stuff still. Like, if Nintendo said, all right, we're done with manufacture, we're done building these game consoles no one's buying, we're going to develop for Android and iOS, and you're going to see Zelda and Mario and all your favorite, you know, games like that. Imagine Mario Party on a big screen with tablets as controllers or whatever. I mean, you could do a lot of cool stuff like that, right? And they have the rights to all that stuff. So there's... It's possible. Well, if that's if the case, why down... aren't they innovating it enough for the current devices instead of doing stuff like this right. and being a, a crappy console? Well, it's not crappy, but being a, a it's fun. lesser console. It's the console. play school, right? It's the play school console. Yeah, that, and that's... then you now have... Uh, I also read today that they launched the Nintendo... 2DS. Right, so I was going to... You guys remember the 3DS, right? And, like, all those 3D games that just nobody used the 3D on. So they're like, all right, we're going to now make the 2DS. Yeah, what kind of crap is that? It's all the same games with minus the 3D. So they're, like, apologizing. Like, we're sorry for our stupid gimmick, you know? We apologize for ruining your optic nerves and giving you (laughs) migraines, you know? Uh, (laughs) That thing was so bad. It was yeah, the I, only I thing. Want to do a, I want to do a quick game poll from the from tonight's panel. The five of us. How many plan to buy the new um, Xbox One? I I don't. No. So that's nobody. Crickets. Nope. And how many plan to buy the new um, PlayStation? Right here, brother. One. All right, one that's one, one of us. I've gotten them every year, and nothing's going to change that. But see, do either of you, do Richard, Mike, or Larry, do you guys have any game consoles at all? Well, no, I, I uh, do have uh, an Xbox 360. Okay. Um, and I did have a Wii before that, so I, I have had gaming consoles in the past. Oh, see, that's that's lame. See, that should have been Ryan Swope. <laughs> <laughs> I, this, I, I just went a, to GameStop yesterday to get a video game. Yes, yeah, I you're play just games. Rubbing it, you're rubbing it in my face. Stop that. Don't do that. <laughs> Wait, I, you have a, uh, I have an Xbox with about uh, uh, about five hours on it. Wow. Uh, the and, the original uh, Xbox? Uh, yeah. Do and you have I, Project Gotham? I still Gotham? have the original box, and I, I'm, I'm accepting offers. Do you have Project Gotham Racing? No, I don't think oh, so. Oh, man, if you had that, I'd make you an offer. It wouldn't be a very good offer, but it'd be an offer. <laughs> I actually, the only time I've ever had an Xbox, I won one back in the day when the Xbox first came out, they did the Project Gotham Taco Bell giveaway thing, and me and my friends, like, we went in a car, and half of us went through the drive throughs and half of us went in, and we grabbed as many tickets as we could. We filled them out all online and stuff, and mine ended up being one of the ones that won. So that That's that great. I had that for like you know in Project Gotham Racing, which was awesome. But then that was it. I totally lost interest in it and probably trade it for a bag of weed or something. I don't know. Yeah, I, I kind of totally lost interest in the whole Xbox thing. Yeah. Yeah. And and what is this? You have to go to a store to buy a game. How how does that work? You don't just download games. I don't I don't get you, that. You can download games. I have downloaded games. Um, but. I like getting my points shopping at GameStop, the loyalty points. Ah, there you go. Got you hooked by the point yeah. system. Got the man watching that. everything you buy from groceries to games at GameStop. Yeah, and Google telling me it's going to take me 47 minutes to get to work when there's no traffic. <laughs> That's. <laughs> yeah, I'm worried about the GameStop folks watching me. <laughs> That's good though. That's saved you like from having to to get written up for being late though. You know it has. 
Um, no comment. Uh-huh. All right. <laughs> so, yeah, the the price of this thing is going to be 130 which is basically $40 less than the 3DS, uh, and it will come out October 12th, if anyone cares. I like the original DS Lite because I had this programmer for it that you could download ROMs and put them on the thing and actually play them on the yeah. DS like they were made yeah. to be. Oh, it was so great. But I don't yeah. even have that anymore. Yeah. Several of those. Um, they've been given away to other kids and whatnot. Yeah. But, yeah, those things have been all over this house. Guys, using them for remotes. They shift a little bit away from games using these things as a set-top box. It's my understanding that Time Warner is going to let people uh, stream stuff on the Xbox and it won't count toward their data cap. That's I did read that. That's net neutrality at its finest. No, wait. Yeah, isn't it, though? I mean, that really strikes me as, uh, can they get away with that? It's their pipe, well, right? Th- this is yeah, this isn't the first time that kind of thing has come up. I mean, <laughs> AT&T was saying that, uh, you know, they were going to have a thing where they have like the, you know, once you use three gigabytes a month, then they start letting you drink your unlimited through a straw. Yeah. But then, hey, the, you know, Uber special buddy, buddy companies that pay them, oh, well, they don't count against your three gig, right? Uh, there you go. Comcast you know, that, did that too, didn't he? About a year or two ago, right? Something like that. So you know, all that stuff really kind of violates the spirit of network neutrality too, right? Time Is Warner, there... isn't that the uh, carrier that uh, no longer offers CBS? Yeah, that is correct. That's true. Wow, yeah, no CBS. I think just that, in L.A., New York, and Dallas or something, but yeah. You know, they'll fix that problem come a week from Sunday Yeah, when the NFL <laughs> starts. <laughs> and then, you know what? Google's going to get, is going to end up. What's Do you think Sunday so? Some package of, of TV that Google's, of football that Google's supposed to be going after. Is that, I got a question for you guys. Is that in... NFL's best interest or is this in Google's best interest and obviously it would satisfy both but like who's in it more you know who has more oomph in in as far as man that's a good question because both of them are bringing in a crap ton of money yeah exactly you're asking what is which is bigger the NFL or Google yeah I guess kind of in a way right in a weird way (laughs) they are both equally behemoth the NFL would like to just stream their stuff on the internet, right? If Google let them do it for a reasonable, why, why does why does the NFL need other than a, an internet service provider? Why do they need Time Warner or whoever? Yeah, they I absolutely dish, don't, right? YouTube. It's, even, uh, it's a satellite deal, I think. Google's already proven it can stream massively live events, no problem, without a hiccup. Right, they we did, did a, We did a YouTube con- or a YouTube the concert that was like. Yeah, you know, yeah, millions of people. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, it, what what's in it for the NFL is is the guarantee. They get they get a guarantee from the broadcaster they work with, regardless of how many people watch. Isn't it more Does freedom? Google can give them a nice fat guarantee. Oh yeah, Google can, can. Google afford to give them a bigger guarantee because maybe Google's advertising is more ta- targeted, and um, you know maybe. Maybe Google can eat those guys' lunch. One thing about this, if Google's the one that completes the cord-cutting puzzle by letting you guys watch your sports, not even let's step say, away. I'll right back. Let's, let's say it moves past the NFL and they do all of the sports and they're the ones that complete yeah. that because that's the well, one that, big gripe, right, about cord-cutting. That's cutting my is, dream come true. Is sports, yeah. live sports. That's, you know, that's, we were talking before the show. That's, I'm going to do a blog post on this because I think this Google Live 
uh, has the potential to be the long tail of video. It's YouTube and if life. They do things like beat at ESPN at the short tail, but you know the fat tail. They're going to really have the whole thing. You're talking about YouTube Live, right? Live streaming. I'm YouTube. talking about Google's live streaming service that they just started, I think, a month ago. Or right. Something. You can sign up for that through YouTube. If you like, if your channel has more than a certain amount of subscribers, uh, you can you say have to have 100 subscribers. Yeah. And you you stream through them, and and then like just yeah, it's, like a, it's YouTube. I mean, it's Google, but it's, YouTube automatically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. That's but pretty that, slick. If that works, and if it scales up, if they've got the capacity to scale it up. Um, that to me is they're going to get the long tail sort of that's honestly that's for someone that that does shows and stuff like for in studio stuff I have to use Justin TV so if Google can bring something like that like I would have all of this stuff basically living in Google's sphere that that would be like the last the last thing that that would be needed how about every high school football game or yeah on on the other side on the yeah exactly And it, so if Google can get the long tail with that live streaming, and then they've got they're willing to spend the money and they can break the hold of Comcast or, or Dish or whoever on on the fat end of the tail, they're going to be kind of a major video. For, I don't I wouldn't even call it TV, but just video. Super Bowl. The Super Bowl, baby. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. You don't think so, Rich? Oh, I don't know. I mean, I have no insight into anything. Okay. You know, there he doesn't tell you I can neither confirm nor deny anything about anything. That's what you're supposed to say. Exactly. Yes. Anyhow, that's what I guess we all want it to happen. But the, Richie, okay, like this Time Warner thing, though, is that isn't the FCC or somebody busting for that? I mean, can they do that? It just seems anti-competitive. Well, see, the the problem is is that you know the FCC can set guidelines, but then whenever I think there was a case where Comcast took them to court and then won, they own right. the pipe, right? It's theirs, right? It's I mean, their network, yeah, right? So it, it's so it's one of those things where it's kind of a game of chicken, right? Uh, FCC says, hey, please, you know, we'd like you to be network neutral. Please don't violate the network neutrality. And in cases where they do this kind of stuff, that is seemingly, you know, kind of violating the spirit, if not the actual rule, uh, you know, they kind of come out and they try to publicly embarrass the company and get them to back off, but they don't want to actually come out with like a, a you know, a cease and desist or some kind of a, a an order that can be challenged in court, right? I thought that they'd sort of come to this uh, deal that network neutrality would be enforced for landlines, but not for wireless. Uh, that was That was one of the proposed deals, right, that was out there a couple years ago. Yeah. But then lines. but right, and this is landlines, right? I don't know. I wish somebody would must you know, it just it seems really chicken to me. Well, in talking about the whole streaming thing, you guys see this for for Hangouts now. Uh, it's doing HD 720p and stuff. We have I noticed on all our shows the little HD thing now. Um, switching, what was it? The codec was H.264, which is still what we're using for Justin TV through a, a high-quality encoder. Uh, but they're switching to VP8. And uh, this article on Gigaohm says next up is the WebRTC thing. So that's cool. And we noticed the app, uh, we talked about this a little bit on AOTA last night, the Hangouts app got, got upgraded and took out a lot of the lag, which is definitely cool because that app was getting horrendous. If they could just fix that with Chrome for Android, like we'd be set. <laughs> 
I swear, I ne- I've only had issues once with the Hangout app. Um, in Android? Anytime, yeah, but only anytime I had, if I had 4G or was sitting here in my house on my own internal network, it was it was just fine. So your and lag even, wasn't like CPU stuff. It was more network stuff. Like my lag yeah. is like CPU, like with SwiftKey trying to load it. It was just terrible. But it is much mm-hmm. better. I've been using it more trying to see if it's gotten improved. And it definitely You're not has. the first person to tell me that either. But now I, I've always wondered why did I have different luck? I don't know. Every time I'm in mere woods with the flaky one bar, it doesn't work that well for me. Uh-huh. We got LTE is. here, but thanks. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, Libby just got LTE, which is awesome, because I go there once a month. So go Libby. Libby. Yeah, Google asbestosis in Libby, Montana will probably come up. <laughs> um, but yeah, so is that is there any difference? I don't know. Maybe, Rich, you know. Uh, are there Mesothelioma. Thank you. Yeah. Exactly. When, yeah. when you breathe in too much asbestos in the lungs. Right, right. That's mesothelioma. Yeah. Okay. It's also called asbestosis. So. Oh, well, there you go. Um, oh, is the H.264 codec like com- uh, patent encumbered as well as the other codec that they were using? Is that why this switch is happening, or is VP8 better? What happened to WebM? I have so many questions, Rich. Yeah, whatever happened uh, to WebM? Well, WebM, essentially VP8 is WebM. Right. Is it just another version, or what is, is it less open or more open? Like, no, what's, no, it is to, it's totally open. It's That's the exact, exact same I thing. Mean, we, we, we bought a company. It was a, a, you know, a video codec company, and then we open-sourced their code, and then there was these threats about from the MPEG-LA. And, a, and like last year, I think, we had this um, the agreement with MPEG-LA where they said, okay, we're not going to have any patent encumbrances you know, on VP8. Uh, but then Nokia jumped in a, a couple days later and said, "Oh no, no, we still have a thing that they're violating or something like uh-huh. this, right?" Because uh, they wanted to make sure that no one would think, "Oh no, no, it's 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 a free codec and you can use it and there's no encumbrance." Because a- anytime there's an encumbrance, what they're really trying to do is prevent hardware manufacturers from building in hardware acceleration for VPA, uh, which which would have the devices so they can actually encode and decode the the codec faster, right? So why why would that make a difference? Like well, because like if it's uh, your... H, you know, H, uh, the the MPEG stuff has been around for years. Yeah, yeah. So people have already built in hardware acceleration for MPEG, and essentially, if you have another option that they can build the hardware acceleration for, then it makes it difficult for MPEG to flip the 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 five year switch and say, oh, it was free for five years, but oh, now I got to pay. No, I see. Right. Is that see, when so, you started so, seeing those DVD players come out way back in the day that would take a data th- and read it if you had MPEGs on there and play them like you could play because they had the they were able to encode them. Philips made well, one that was really good for stuff, that stuff. Stuff like that, right? DivX so, and, uh, and, and, and you know, and, and I know that the MPEG LA, you know, they they claim that that's not true. But then if it's not true, why would you try to go after a VP8 anyway? Right? Why would you care? If you, if you don't care, then why are you trying to go after it? Right? Yeah, that's weird. So VP8, what's what's the goods on that? Same high def and all that as WebM was, or? Uh, yeah, so it, it is essentially WebM. Uh, I I think I heard I thought isn't there a VP9 coming out too or something? I don't know. You tell us. Is there? I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I I thought I'd heard something about a VP9 somewhere, and that wasn't inside of Google. That was like outside or something. Uh, but of course, maybe that's just conjecture by somebody that's like thinking it, but. Uh, I don't know. No, I mean, I, I right. think uh, you know, I, I think it's logical to assume that there'll be improvements, and I know that I, I I know that we're probably very actively trying to get it to be adopted by the uh, 
the um, you know HTML5 as a standard for video, and not one that we just you know, force people to use just because it's open source and anybody can use it. Right? VP9 decode support final bitstream was first enabled by default in Chrome 29 dev channel release 26883 back in June. <laughs> I had to like count real quick. <laughs> June of this year. Thank you. So does that yeah, have so... any any change on anything or it's just behind the scenes like we're not I've noticed... They made it. They made the number one greater, so that was there. That's a plus. <laughs> I've noticed like they, the they, option they to plus one. I've, <laughs> I've noticed the option to stream in VP8 for quite a long time now, but uh, everything that I would stream to says don't use it and to use H.264. So maybe this will open up more support for that. Well, see, that's the whole thing, and I think over a period of years, I think people are going to see that the VP8 option has got some legs. And that it's and, and it's like uh, Android, right? It's free, uh, unless you know. And then, but then it's free, but then you might have to worry about some company coming to see you because they say they have some patent that it violates, right? Right. Or you use their Java engine or something like that, or whatever. Right? Or whatever. So, uh, so, is there any quality difference between the H two sixty four and and this VP eight or WebM? Are they equal? Uh, well, do you like Van Gogh or Monet? I mean, Coke or Pepsi? I mean, this is hard to say. So they're know. equal. It's, it's equal user. <laughs> preference well actually you know so you know it's like people come to me they say hey i say hey i'd like a coke they say would you like a pepsi that's is that okay bull. no richard this is like hey this you paint is... the mona lisa and you also paint the mona lisa and we'll see which one looks better that's what this is so does one look better or are they both the same or maybe you can't generalize maybe it depends on the kind of content on a sony vio with a 17 inch monitor running at 1280 by 10 but are we are we talking uh, cartoons or sporting events? Vector or, graphics or yeah, like super? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Moving on. <laughs> Did you guys see the vice president of Android product Hugo Barra is leaving Google for Xiaomi? Did I say that right? And is it pronounced Xiaomi? <laughs> They're the um, Chinese I'm... firm that makes Mui. If you are familiar with that ROM, the iPhone lookalike for Android. Or whatever. Heck, I thought they were a, a um, animation company or some crap. I, I had no idea. Did I pronounce? First thing that came to my mind was video games. Is it my UI or is it Mui? <laughs> is it GIF or GIF? Never mind. It's the English language. Potato, potato, potato. Right. But yeah, that's. The, I don't know. Is that is that crazy? That what's the story behind it? Happen? I saw this late last night, but I didn't dive into it. I mean, all that I know about Hugo is just he's the guy that just sort of we saw him at IO last year for right? IO and for the yeah. breakfast meeting and all of that. You know, well, the breakfast was Sundar, but Bar- Hugo he- was all over IO, right? Yeah, yeah, every year for the and he makes fun of his colleagues. It seems like during IO, but yeah, it says he's planning to move over to prominent Chinese smart phone maker Xiaomi <laughs> in an uh, interesting change of direction. And uh, some people were saying on the, on the comments that, like, he, that company has gone from, like, what, a $2 billion company to a $10 billion company? And wow. he sees that, like, there's, and with MUI being Android and kind of taking over, MUI is coming on a lot of these Chinese phones, like, out of the box. So 
maybe right. he's gonna. Well, I don't and, and, think... and while Apple was able to, you know, secure a win over Samsung in the United States uh, for copying their their look and feel, <laughs> yeah, right. I, something tells me that that isn't going to happen in China. And then some well, other people are pointing to this weird love triangle thing, but who knows? That's all hearsay, you know. So you're saying they don't have the same kind of cloud over there in China? I'd say nobody has that kind of cloud. Mm-hmm. Except the Chinese you government. Can't, you, can't, you can't fight City Hall. That's what I'm saying. No, they run you over with a tank, don't they? Isn't that what happened last time someone tried to fight City Hall there in China? In some, <laughs> It was in a square somewhere. I, I um, but yeah, so like they were, he was dating someone, and now that person are, is dating Sergey Brin, and so he left. That's what another article said. I have no idea if that's oh true or not. Oh, my gosh. I know. So there you have that. So wait a minute, Sergey Brin, he and his wife split, and now he's yeah. dating this chick, supposedly? Right, and so Hugo was like, man, that was my chick, and so now I'm going to China, and I'm going to give them all your secrets. Boom. Is this People magazine? Yeah, really? This it should be, right? People it's, magazine. it's all things D, but, you know. Yeah. This, this is the plot of, like, uh, as the world turns. Oh, my yeah. gosh, where's my beer? No, didn't, weren't they doing a reality show down there? They totally missed this. Like, this was their prime shot. That's too bad. Oh, too good bad. Lord. <laughs> Moving right along. Google said they wish Hugo Bar the best, so... Of course they do. We'll miss we him. Do. We'll miss what him. What else Google. would they say? I hate that. And we're excited that. that he is staying within the Android ecosystem. I wish Ant all the best. I wish Matt. All the best. <laughs> <laughs> I can't stand that. Yeah, you know nobody means. Are that. you dating my girlfriend now? <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> uh, there is a. Is anyone excited about Windows Phone stuff? There's a Nokia Lumia fifteen twenty sighting in a leaked photo. Possibly, we're not sure. A giant six-inch Windows phone, codenamed the Bandit. <laughs> this is the worst. Does this also have a forty-two megapixel? The Bandit camera. <laughs> Do you remember Longhorn? This is the Bandit. Yeah. All right. What happened to I, Longhorn? I want, I want the phone with the um, fantastic the cam- camera. Yeah, that's going to sell phones, and that's the wave of the future, or one of the ways of the future. Is that this a twenty-megapixel rear camera? No, I'm not. Camp big like what Mike's saying, and vastly improved cameras is gonna will be a major feature. Well, so let me ask you this: Would but you rather and, have? And I'll bet some people will go to Windows Phone just to get that camera. But check this out: Would you rather have the twenty megapixel camera that Nokia has done cool stuff with, or would you rather go the Sony route and have detachable lenses for your camera? Or the Android phones you can scuba dive with. Exactly, James Bond or under the dome Windows Phone. You pick. You know, I'm, I mean, I've never I'm seen really, Go on, Mike. The, the idea of detachable lenses for my smartphone seems like a kind of contradiction in concept. Oh. <laughs> I, I really don't want to put the, the whole value proposition is that it's right there in your pocket. You pull it out, you take a snapshot. I really don't want to be fiddling with interchangeable lenses, figure out what's the right lens for this well, shot. Well, let's. Let's ask the smartphone photographer, point-and-shoot man himself, Ed Pruitt. But first, let me tell you this. If, if you have the phone and it takes good pictures, and that's good enough for when you need to whip it out and take a quick picture, but then you also have the capability of setting up an even nicer picture with an additional lens that, you know, it's always in your car or, or whatever... Then wouldn't that be cool? Also, Aunt Pruitt, smartphone photographer. No, be, no? the cooler. There's a that's a false choice. 
because the real choice is to have whip out your smartphone, not screw around with lenses, but substitute electronics and get the same picture you would have with your detachable lens. Right, or if you're going to whip out the detachable lens, why don't you just whip out the Nikon D40 <laughs> and take a legit picture, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, fair enough. That's foolish. And you should review that. Do you review cameras ever? If they send Negative. them. Why don't you, man? That'd be cool. If you can get Nokia to send him one, I bet he yeah. would. Yeah. I would. Or even Nikon or... You know, somebody send me something. They I'll should send it. stuff just to be like, you know what? That smartphone photographer stuff is all crap. Our legit $800 cameras do take better pictures, and we sent Aunt Pruitt a free one so he could do <laughs> side-by-sides. That's how you do it. Have you asked, have you asked Nokia to, to let you uh, use one of the uh, 41 megapixel guys? I will, I will, I will ask. You got nothing to lose by asking. I will definitely ask. I sure yeah. will. And what if they say no? I will ask one more time. <laughs> and then they'll say, you know what? <laughs> I like your persistence. It's inconceivable that they would say no to Mr. Smartphone Photographer. <laughs> that is true. Inconceivable. Inconceivable. But no, I mean, I think it's pretty stupid if you have to detach lenses and all of that crap on your phone. That, that, totally pointless. Is it also stupid to scuba dive with it then, too? No, that's good. Uh, no, no. There, there's the dry fit suits for that stuff. Sure, or the L, or the Kyocera Hydro series we talked about on AOTA last night, looking pretty I mean, sweet. I mean, some of those things are really, really, really well, and freaking Mike Sweeney has proven that with underwater shots. Mike Sweeney also builds giant boxes for his cameras to go into for the underwater shots. He's like MacGyver. <laughs> He's done that, but he uses a, a, a proprietary dry suit that, that he sure. buys online. You know, it's called dry suit. No, dry fit. I believe that's what it's called. Dry I just, fit. I just pictured like his little smartphone in a little dry suit, like with a little <laughs> harpoon and a. All right. Uh, this thing. This phone is supposed to have a Qualcomm Snapdragon quad core, hmm? 1080p oh, display, a six inch 1080p display, considered thin and light, with a polycarbonate body, and of course the 20 megapixel. That Weird. sure doesn't sound like the Moto X. But who knows? This is all spec, so who knows? Not specification, speculation. Sorry. Speculation. Thank you. Okay. This is all spec. Unnamed sources. The Nokia Lumia fifteen twenty, but I don't know. Maybe that'll I still be the one. See the ten twenty. I haven't been out in a while to see one yet. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of a two hundred dollars smartphone, off contract. Whoa! Stop the that presses. Is big. Are these I even mean, still available? Uh, I don't know. That's a good question. I mean, I guess we could <laughs> go because that is the, uh, what we're, we're talking about. Of course, the the Nexus four got its price uh, cut quite a bit. Not even that much, but the thing is it was a cheaper, and not manufacturer-wise, it is a nice phone, but the price was much cheaper to begin with for an unlocked phone, you know. What was it when it came out, like three? It was $300. Yeah, yeah now, it's, it's, now it's $200. Yeah, so that's pretty awesome. And we, we, I'm sorry, it is 199 does right. that mean there's going to be a Nexus 5 or anything? That's, we talked about that a little bit because we saw the, the price slash on the first-gen Nexus 7s right before the next Nexus 7 came out. So we were thinking if that's what they were doing or, like, what is the reasoning behind this, Richard? Uh, I would say, you know, just like the reasoning that, you know, we're trying to get the next billion people on the Internet. Okay. 
But, uh, you know, I, so I have no knowledge of any product releases or any kind of, you know, I don't know, late why, shows or... Why do you do yats with us? Hold on. What, what <laughs> do you have knowledge of? Tell me that. <laughs> oh, well, I, 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 it's for the bad jokes. Ah, uh, well, of course. No shortage of those. <laughs> I like the Nexus 4. It's just too bad it was LG. That was the one thing I had against it. I think they proved their... They proved they have what it takes to make a decent phone because LG was yeah. always laughable at best. Well, but I think well, that was well good. now in hindsight, yeah, I see that. That's like but... Kia Sera, right? What's the first thing you think of when you hear Kia Sera? It's like those oh, old. Gosh. Yeah, you know. But they made it pretty decent. Those hydras look pretty nice. Yeah, and another well, thing. Well, I'm just saying, as a BYOD device. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, to, you know, if you're going to go to these carriers and say, hey, I got my own device. And I just I want to pay the uh, off contract monthly fee instead of the you know the the subsidized yeah uh, plan cost. This is a this is a great device for that. That's really yeah. awesome because you're going to get this at and it's still high end considering at the same price you would get a two year contract subsidized phone that's just coming out on one of the carriers. So just to have an unlocked phone that you can do with what you want that where we're at now with specs we've talked about this before like it's gonna last quite a while you know if you have a high, a high enough processor good enough ram like that thing will last i mean our galaxy nexuses still last and those I are totally way agree old. with you man those are totally way agree. so that's cool yeah the only negative of course it is is basically just at&t and t-mobile right yeah like we can't use it up here in verizon land exactly you know just to be a devil's advocate you guys are saying that the hardware is kind of hit a plateau and that's good enough but isn't something like a 41 megapixel camera or some of the sound processing in the Moto X? Isn't that going to? Isn't that starting to be the start of uh, more demand? You know, more more demanding hardware. So, in like, if you took the Moto X for instance, and instead of dedicating its two special chips to voice and gesture stuff, you dedicated it to processing camera images or something else. So you have actual dedicated processors for these this functionality. Is that what you're saying? Like that? Because yeah, that would be I'm cool. saying that. That you know the smartphones that exist today, y'all keep agreeing, and I don't even have one, so I'm pretty neutral on this. That you know they're fast enough for what we do, but it, I'm looking at this camera, that the camera and the Windows Phone, and I'm looking at what Google's starting to do with voice processing, and I'm just wondering if there's not going to be a, a real jump in the capability of smartphones, and therefore need for new hardware. If this isn't the Hasn't first the hardware reached its limitation for the amount of space that it can be packed in and the heat it generates and the battery power that it's getting? Like, I think we're at a plateau for a while, at least. It's like what you saw with the with cores in, in regular computer processors. Yeah. Like, you got yeah. to a certain okay. point. But Nokia was, has managed to do this uh, 41 megapixel camera. Right? I don't know what its power consumption looks like, and I have heard that it's not a great big thing, that it's kind of got a little bump on the back, but that it's comfortable to hold still. Mm-hmm. Uh, that seems to and you know, Moore's Law keeps marching along. Um, I'm wondering if there's not going to be kind of a big, you know, sort of a discontinuity in what people do with phones over the next year or so. I think they have to I think solve. That, I think there will be that kind of discontinuity. I, I don't know that the device is going to exactly be a phone, or at least the, the sort yeah. of candy bar form that we know today. Might be wearable. Might be embedded in our glasses. Might be a, a 
little clip that you clip onto the back of your shirt. I don't know. It's mm-hmm. probably going to be an implant, and people are going to try and get them out, but you won't be able to. <laughs> <laughs> Either Which way, brings I me to my favorite story of the week, the the, the New York Times story uh, about researchers who have uh, been able to uh, demonstrate control over another person's brain no. over the internet. <laughs> Did you see this story? It was it was published August twenty seventh in in the New York Times bits. Um, uh, what, what kind of things are they able to control? Well, you know, it's really rudimentary now. So uh, this, these are researchers at the University of Washington, and they've successfully connected two brains over the Internet, two human brains. So it's, it's an experiment uh, in which the science invo- scientists involved uh, were able to send brain signals over the net to control another researcher seated in a separate area of the campus. And what, what they were able to do is demonstrate that the, the remote individual was able to cause the local researcher to move his hand. And so, we should mention, too, that it's not invasive brain yeah, stuff. Yeah, what, it's it's, it's, it's the, the hat that you wear, basically. So you're, it's an EKG yeah. kind of thing. Right, you're wearing, so you're wearing a kind of a skull cap, you know, a, a tight, right. close net skull cap. Larry, you and I'd be perfect candidates for this thing. And <laughs> Man, I'm out of Look at all that. Yeah, yeah, I think I'm more, I'm more the uh, obvious uh, candidate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You might be perfect, but I'm definitely obvious. Are they yeah. doing this? <laughs> you know, this reminds me of Mike. Do you remember back in the? The Altair days, man, way back when PCs came out, there was a whole raft of people doing uh, biofeedback. Oh, yeah. With, remember that? I do. Trying to lower your blood pressure and stuff like that. Um, but that's all, that's pretty, uh, that's pretty rough, uh, pretty, uh, I don't know what to call it, a, a pretty low, low information signal, that EEG data. Yeah. Yeah. They did it with rats first. They said they like got one rat to move this this thing, and the other rat totally moved its tail just because the one was thinking about it. So that's awesome. I find that really reassuring somehow. Right? <laughs> Not. <laughs> so uh, isn't this really good? There's really good technology that's invasive, um, and it's not coming off the brain, but for control for turning things on and off in rats, they can really do that kind of stuff. Uh, yeah, well, the more invasive it gets, the more resolution you have in the, the synoptic fiber things that they use to send the pulses. Anyway. Yeah, yeah that's, that's getting pretty cool. In, in the rat experiments, isn't it the case that there are brain implants that are connected to sensors? Yeah. They're like yeah, little they can, tiny filaments. They, implants and they, they can control, they can cause neurons to fire or not fire. By, um, you know, it's a luminous transducer. They they change the color of the implant, and it makes things happen in the rat's brain, as I recall. But that's, uh, you know, that's not a skull cap. That you guy have no, because isn't the skull cap like the one guy would have to think about whatever the thing was they were doing, right? So if it was raising his arm, 
he would have to raise his arm with the hat on so they could get the pattern, and then they just have to make the other guy replicate that pattern, and it tricks his brain into raising the arm. If I understand this right. Maybe I'm way off. Yeah, yeah. Because they were doing that with the picture recognition stuff where someone would think of a picture, and they were also doing that with the, the helicopter, the little gyrocopter things, that they could make someone like make it levitate just by thinking about it, but they had them think about something, and then they mapped that pattern to the up control on the helicopter, and it made it fly. You're not thinking, like, fly the helicopter. You're thinking of a certain pattern, basically, and they're just replicating that pattern. In, in fact, I think it's a little like riding a bicycle. You don't know quite how you do it. But but you, you can't just be do it. Do yeah, seriously. Uh, but it's really coarse things like moving a cursor or, you know, it's it's not like fine grained at all. We should. Ant, did you see a spy satellite or Mike? Sorry, Ant posted the article. But Mike, did you see a spy satellite <laughs> launched in California today or yesterday? And Larry, did you guys see this? No. You know, <laughs> I I missed it, and I would love. Someday to see a rocket launch. I'm I'm now never going to see the uh, space shuttle launch, but I'd still love to see a a rocket launch. And uh, no, Vandenberg Air Force Base is way the hell down south of uh, where Larry lives. So no, I didn't see it. I mean, but dude, why why would we announce? A spy satellite going up in the air because we yeah. already know like they have nothing else to hide they're like you guys know we're spying on you okay well here goes another one I'm yeah, pretty sure Aunt, we didn't announce it it was Edward Snowden that announced it oh okay oh okay all I could, all I thought about was if this thing is supposed to be classified it shouldn't show up on the Associated Press feed for everybody on the internet. I like yeah. how it also has a uh, what's that called? A, like a, a hash, not a hashtag, but a, a tag for spy satellite on Yahoo. There's like slash topic, <laughs> and then you can click on spy satellite. <laughs> That's pretty cool. There's only two items under that tag, but we'll see more, I'm sure, in the coming. The days. comments on that article was pretty funny. The fact that that article was on Yahoo and that's how I just saw it was pretty funny as well. See, I saw it on, um, I think it was on AP originally. That's what Yahoo's read. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. The link was to Yahoo, though, and that's weird. It looks just like <laughs> Google now. What is that? I Like, I rarely go to Yahoo, but look at this. They have okay, their little Okay, so top. your Yahoo is updated? They you started s- rolling out an update for that's it. That's so weird. I haven't gotten it yet. Flickr is in the there? Like, Picasa, this looks exactly like, I mean, nice job, Marissa, but that's kind of like exactly like the same. I get the colors different, but wow. Yeah, mine is still the old one. Hasn't rolled out to me yet. Is that weird? Does she have Google's blessing to just go out and like compete like that? Did she not sign a non-compete or anything? Or well, you know, Marissa was the one who ultimately was given a lot of the credit for defending the simplistic UI of the Google homepage. Right. right. But then, do you go and so, replicate that for Yahoo and hope it saves Yahoo's butt, or do you come up with something new and innovative? Like, well, this is you know, I mean, same. perception is reality, and the reality is is that you know some. Service Comscore, I think it was, said that Yahoo got more hits in the United States than Google in July because all the students were at the beach or something. We discussed uh, that last week, actually, yeah. Richard. It's because people yeah, are hitting refresh hits. every day to see the new Yahoo logo thing. That's the only reason. Come on. Well, 
whatever. I mean, but I mean, but that 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 gives a perception that Marissa's doing a good good job. That you know, Yahoo is still relevant. That you know, their 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 acquisition strategy is working, and you know, and it gives people they hey, I'm going to go back and check out Yahoo, see some things going on Yahoo. Um, you know, so I mean, hey, bully for her. I you know, I I don't think. I don't think anything is gonna. I mean, I don't think anyone's gonna come after her for changing. No, definitely. I'm not. I'm not saying that. It's just like it's. It's the same thing. You should. I don't know. Never mind. Whatever. That's cool. Maybe we could just make all of the internet look the same, and then people wouldn't be like, "Oh, I don't know how to navigate this site," because everything would just look the same. Like I just went to Yahoo. It doesn't look anything like Google. Are you saying the new Yahoo does look? Yeah. Here, check this out. I will show you. They must be slow rolling it out, but oh! Are oh, you gonna is, do a screen share? Here, yeah, here's a lovely, a lovely headline uh, for us to be. Eighty sex symbol comes out of hiding. Oh yeah, but like, look at it. Top top toolbar, uh, yeah. uh, and then uh, yeah. Here is where you're. If you overlaid a Google like window right here, sign in mail. That's right where your your thing is on on Google. Your share in the bell for Google Plus. You know what Yahoo's missing now is a social network. That's my email. Anyway. <laughs> but, yeah, they need, like, their own social network to throw up in there, right? In the corner. It can be, like, instead of plus, Matt, it would say, like, exclamation point. I just Matt. got mine. I refreshed, and I just got mine. Okay. It's got the little cards on I'm the side. I'm sorry for bringing now. so much right. attention to it. I apologize for that. <laughs> and it's not going to really matter much anyway if the Syrian Electronic Army keeps uh, attacking DNS servers and redirecting people's websites like the New York Times and Twitter a little bit. Did you guys see this? Cyber attacks. Yeah, I did, I did I see did that. See and the New York Times was down a bunch. What, what happened? Which, and maybe this is good, right? Every time something on the internet gets exposed that it has a massive vulnerability, it gets fixed generally soon. I don't know if something as core as DNS servers can get fixed fixed in this way just because of how it works but they're basically redirecting sites they they hacked into uh who who was it that owned their domain it was some australian uh company that they got their domain through or whatever and uh, yeah. they got in and just redirected it like i just point your dns servers to my server now it's not that hard I'm, it's only as secure as whoever your domain name provider how, however secure their site is, right? Because if you can hack their site, you can get into all the controls. You can change MX records for email. I mean, you could do anything at that point. You get into that. So somebody was had rerouted all New York Times. The Syrian Electronic Army. Which I don't think, are they even going to be a problem here in like the next few days by the time missiles get launched at Syria? I don't think there will be much of a... Which I'm not saying that's a good idea. This is a terrible idea. I don't even know why. We shouldn't even be talking about this. <laughs> yeah. Hey, why not? We were talking about, what, uh, girlfriends and stuff before. We might as well talk about this. <laughs> might as well. <laughs> Smear it all over the place. No, I, I, back to Yahoo, though. I, I hope this works out better. Um because I, I used to come to Yahoo, like I said a few episodes back, when they started talking about rebranding it and whatnot. I used to come to it, and it just turned into a crap fest to me. Um, but this, this looks better. 
You like the sports, right? Yeah, I like the fantasy sports um, that they offer and the, the sports section in general. Wait, like you know? unicorn jousting or what kind of fantasy sports? Like dragon oh, racing or? Gosh, dude. Jeez. That was for Richard. <laughs> I come to Yahoo for news like Ashley Olsen's rare appearance makes for a real full house reunion because John Stamos turned 50. So party on. I mean, look Probably at this. For him. The whole trending section and all of that looks good. And <laughs> number 10 is selfie. I heard about that now being added to the dictionary. Selfie? Today. Selfie yeah. and... Oh, did, did anyone see the post where it's like it had a picture of like Buzz Aldrin, you know, went to the moon, five pictures, and then the girl that was like went to the bathroom, 37 pictures. <laughs> That's so awesome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the duck face so, selfie. So sad and true. You know, I, I, I think it'd be kind of cool to see a, a comeback for Yahoo. Oh, totally. A lot, lot of us, a lot of us have sort of written Yahoo off, and yeah, it's it's easy when you go and see some of those headlines on their sites. To to no, I know, around. and I'm I'm just poking fun. It, it but used... they have a they have a lot of views, as we've seen in the press recently. Uh, the most viewed site, what was it? The most viewed site in August, uh, in July, according yep. according to ComStats. ComScore. ComScore. Mm-hmm. Thank you. So uh, I think it'd be kind of cool to see Marissa pull this off. And yeah, all, me too. The more competition, the better. All they need now are Yahoo Docs, Drive. Except did they re- yeah, did, they don't really compete with Google anymore, do they? I mean, yeah, it's well, a different. I, I am they totally sure that I'm doing great. But they're, they're more than that. So we could go to the EU and say, "See, look, there's lots of other people. It's all see. This is an inclusive thing. We're good. We're good. We're good, Richard." <laughs> are Google and Yahoo even the same thing anymore? At one no, time, they were definitely searching. not. Right? No. One's think. trying to create content. One's doing ads and other life services. They're all life service companies at this point, right? They both do Yahoo. They both do mail. Everyone oh, does Yahoo. mail. Larry. Yahoo seems no, to be I'm just more towards... to similarities between... We could start giving our listeners at yet another tech show.com email addresses if they really wanted. I mean, everyone has mail. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I was just trying to think what are the similarities now between Google and, and uh, Search, but Yahoo search is search Bing. And mail. Right? Uh, Isn't Yahoo Search Bing now? Or has been for quite a while? I thought so. Or Bing so, Search yeah, Yahoo. It's one of that. It's one of those. I it just seems like they've gone off in totally different directions, almost totally. I mean, Yahoo just seems more like it's trying to do more mainstream stuff. Yahoo reminds me of AOL TMZ. for some reason. Yeah. Like an AOL go. portal. It's more of a it's portal a site. There you go. <clears throat> Google's where I go when I need to get down to some real research, some r and Answer the question to my home. There are still quick. millions and millions of people who use Yahoo email as a backup, throw all my spam in thing. There's one of them. <laughs> I used I it, it for Yahoo Messenger once a long time ago. Oh, because we were playing Yahoo Pool way back in the day. Do you remember that? Yeah. Yahoo yep. Pool. That was a great game. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, we should. We're almost out of time, kind of. But I do want to talk about this, especially with Ant. Uh, a Forbes article: the man who would not use Facebook for anything less than a million dollars. Is that your price, Ant? What What's your price at? 
No, it's going to be at least two million. At least two. At million. least two. Oh man, he's up in the ant. <laughs> so Forbes. Use it for hundred bucks. For... <laughs> this story wasn't about ants. That's what I thought. <laughs> but then I'm looking at this picture, and you're not a professor at Columbia. And... No, that that is a bearded, fully haired white man. I'm a shaven, ball headed black man. <laughs> <laughs> if we redirected their DNS, though, we could sneak a picture of ant in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, but other than that, Ant, there aren't really many differences. <laughs> it's like Yahoo and Google. Yeah, this guy's name is Eben Moglin. He says uh, when it comes to his own data, he is like, he doesn't give anything away for free, so he says. He makes extensive efforts to encrypt communications, block ads on the web browsers. He has his own server, uses a dumb mobile phone that does not transmit personal unencrypted data, except that when you send text messages, yes, it does. But that's yeah. It's not personal He's a law data. professor, isn't he? Yeah. He, he was yeah. Richard Stallman's lawyer. He's like a. That's. Oh, he was with Stallman. Yeah, he he was he's partners with Richard Stallman. Oh wow. And uh, and all that. Remind the rest of us who that was is. Stallman that, is the GNU guy. Makes sense. Um, he's the big he's guy. The real pioneer of. of of radically open software. Open source. Radically yeah, he, open source. That if you use a GNU package, you have to also open source all the things that you add to it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't but, even call it Linux. It's GNU Linux. <laughs> so this guy basically says that, like, all of these, and we've known this for a long time, but a lot of people, again, don't, is that, like, when you use something like Facebook, if you post something that says private, you expect it to be private. You know, those of us that know better obviously know better, but. And that's kind of what he's saying is that, you know, uh, he says that what's wrong with, with Mark Zuckerberg is that he pretends that he's renting you a private hotel room, except he's got a peephole. It's not, you know, <laughs> you're, you're completely private here. That's why he's saying. I, I'm just reading from the, the article. Yeah, this is, this is metaphorical gold here. Right. Yeah, the quotes are great. That last quote just killed me, man. <laughs> yeah. You see that at the bottom of it? <laughs> Read it. They could, they could about this bilateral bargaining. They're a million dollars behind on what it would cost it to sit on my shoulder while I surf the rest of the, the rest of my life. Now that's not even what. Go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say, does that count when I open an incognito window, or like, <laughs> like, do you just f off for a minute, or what? Are you, are you always there? Because I'd need a little more than a million, but. He says, that's not what even Mark, Mark Zuckerberg is doing. He's offering me a vacation real estate on top of a waste dump at Fukushima. Why would I buy my vacation house there? Because <laughs> it's super cheap, bro. <laughs> the man's got a point. Yeah, definitely. I, I, I right. laughed so hard at this. I was like, this is my hero. <laughs> Well, he says we're for openness, we're for privacy. What's wrong with uh, Mark Zuckerberg is not that he runs a private intelligence service that will give you free everything as long as they're allowed to watch, but that he gives you the private hotel room with the peephole. So, <laughs> uh, And that's, I mean, any of these services do that, right? You have to know, especially now, you have to know that even uh, it's all being siphoned up so like act accordingly or don't and it just makes me remember i mean you go down to the comments and it quickly goes into godwin's law i'm sure at at some point but 
um, somebody was saying like, well, what do you have to hide? Da da da. And I, I always hear that one quote in my head that like, I have nothing to hide from people I trust. But other than that, like, get out of here. Always go back to that. That's such a great quote. Love it. <laughs> and I don't trust you. Facebook? Trust Google a little more than Facebook, but not much. No, no. They're all businesses. They're all just trying to make a buck, as am I, as are the rest of you. All I know is Google has made it perfectly fine for for me with their stalking of me. Just like Amazon. Amazon has made it perfectly fine. Because they're offering you useful stuff back. Facebook, mm-hmm. I'm really not getting much use out of it. All I do is like blast these shows out there and make random stupid remarks to things my stupid real-world friends are saying, and that's it. Hey, Aunt, you better leave right at. now if you're going to get to the airport on time. As much as I want to say I'm in control of my life, it's nice having that little reminder. Sometimes you forget, says. right? Yeah, Sometimes you're you know. in a game and you're like, man, I can't. And then Google's <laughs> like, yo, you want to miss the flight? And you're like, well, no, because then <laughs> well, I got there was a, there was another one of these articles on Siri versus Google Now this week. And, and uh, they, were, they were saying that one of the things that I said, man, I'm going to start using that, is this thing where you can just dictate to your phone and say, uh, remind me to do something in yeah. you know a day or in 20 minutes or in an hour, and it'll automatically put it in your calendar. I mean, that's nice. Or at yeah. a location. I used that the other day because I needed to remember to grab a new receipt book when I was at work, and I always forget, and certain stops need a, a thing. I was like, yeah, Google, when I get by the office, like remind me to do it. And when I got at the office, it was like, hey, you should grab this. And I was like, thank you. I'm going to. And then I forgot anyway, but. It did remind me. So it's so sad. It's like your digital assistant. It's but like I use that. the things I really use the most on those is the note to self to remember things to talk about for the podcast, and then the remind me when I'm here or if I have to time something like I'm cooking, whatever. I have to be like, yo, in 35 minutes because I don't want to do the math with the clock thing. So I'm just, hey, 32.5 <laughs> minutes. Remind, you know. So what? What do you? How do you do the timer thing? Do you just say 30 seconds over Tokyo? What do you? No, do? I say in an hour beep. And then it sets an alarm, and it, it beeps. It's good. Trust me. So lazy. So lazy. Yeah, two, two, <laughs> yeah. the, the two-minute egg timer business is totally destroyed. Yeah, no, it's it's when, <laughs> when you're making canned preserves and you're pressure cooking and it's weird times and the clock isn't always on. It's, it's stupid. <laughs> I'm not even going to try and rationalize it to you people. <laughs> All you people. Oh, All right, man. did we talk about everything except college football coming back tomorrow? All right, that's man, cool. it, I am ecstatic. It's been college football season for 31 minutes here on the East Coast. Oh, Go right. Tigers. I am amazed at how much people have been talking about Texas A&M for the last – it's amazing. I'm ready for some <laughs> football games. Yes, bring it, baby, bring it. That's right. I, w- I want Manziel to be trending on Twitter for something other than something else. I mean, something for the football <laughs> game thing. <laughs> See, if the players played year-round, you probably wouldn't have these problems. What happens is they get in a little trouble when they have nothing else to do. It's like, oh, I have all this money and so many strip You're clubs. You're in Cancun. That... Yeah, you know, <laughs> you know, what happened to whatever stays in, insert your city here, uh, stays in, insert your city here. Or whatever. It's like, dude, I was in Bangkok. It's Bangkok. Come on. <laughs> Different time zones, man. All right. Anything else? Was Were there any other stories you guys wanted to talk about that we didn't? 
Was that it, Larry? Uh, let me throw in one little quick one. Please. I was listening to some Leo Laporte. Oh, all about Google. Uh, what's the, what's Leo Laporte's? This week, it's a, this week in Google. This week in Google. And they yes. had Matt Cutts on. And they asked him what led Google or how did Google make the decision to go to uh, HTTPS. And he seemed to be saying that he just he, he uh, read Cory Doctorow's book, Little Brother, and after he read that, he decided to do it. And I thought, oh, I did hear that. Yeah, that, that is definitely a great endorsement for Little Brother. It's also a great endorsement for autonomy at Google. I mean, goodness, that's really cool to hear that a major decision like that can at least start with just a guy thinking, hey, now we should do it, and doing it. Yeah, well, the authority to get somebody working on the, on the implementation. And starting from a book is a lot cooler of a reason than starting because somebody made a browser plugin called FireSheep and it totally pwned your your networks, Facebook and both Twitter, which is why those he, those networks switched to to HTTPS. I can tell you, he 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 said that he gave two reasons. He said one was he read that book and he thought we should do it, and the other was that uh, the Chinese hacking that went on. This was you know back in uh, quite a few years ago. I can't remember which year. Remember that um, Chinese were hacking Google. And so he said those two things pushed him to do it. It's but not I just Google, was, mind you. Chinese it sounds are hacking. to me like I was, I was really surprised to hear that an organization as big and rich and everything as Google, um, that a guy, you know, a regular engineer can make a decision like that. Well, I mean, I'll throw something out there. I mean, you yeah. know, there is a, an inverse relationship between security and ease of use. Uh, so you have debates about like UI and like do we implement this and does it require more you know processor cycles to do crypto and all this type of stuff right uh, and then you know uh, and, and you know internally I would say we were more on the ease of use side of things before the Chinese or the alleged Chinese infiltration in 2010 uh, where whoever it was someone was intruding into the internal Google network and and that was a bad thing. Uh, and then after that, they went, you know, totally the other way on let's like change your password every week and and uh, let's let's implement the stuff and uh, wow, you know, so they went, you know, so the the pendulum swung the other way. Uh, so that stuff happens. I mean, you have to adjust yeah. to the the environment and the circumstances of what's going on. Right? But going to HTTPS didn't cause it to be any more difficult for users, did it? Well, also, but think about two-factor authentication. I mean, Google implemented that before most banks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's totally different. That's that's making the user take another step. HTTPS is just automatic. It's there. Your browser supports it. You're you're good to go. And there's also plugins. I think I wrote an article for uh, HTTPS Everywhere. The plugin that that kind of does that. But it is cool. And you usually see the, like vulnerabilities causing more of the shift than anything. So it is kind of refreshing to see that like they they read this cool book that Cory Doctorow wrote and and shifted yeah. because of that, not because something was getting completely hammered on, broken. Yeah, exactly. It's just another example of art leading uh, reality. Uh, right. Uh, uh, life imitates art, imitates life. Da da. Right. Yeah. yeah. Sci-fi. Good stuff. Is that it? Sure. Any, anything else? That is it. Do you feel satisfied? Do you feel completely satisfied with the amount of tech that was talked this evening? Yeah, and I especially Never. the gossip. The gossip was my favorite part. It always is. <laughs> I, we should have more gossip. 
shit. We really should. Right? All right. <laughs> hey, I'm enough, guys. We should start a a Silicon hey, Valley gossip blog. Did you hear about that guy who was in that situation last year, but then he got out of it? Oh yeah. <laughs> we could do <laughs> we could do him like Mad Libs. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I need an adjective and fill in the blank company i need a four blank. letter <laughs> adjective and all right all right that's it thanks guys yet another tech show.com that's my dog that's our website you should definitely check it out subscribe on itunes leave us a review and all that uh we hang out throughout the week on the google plus community we write for techpage1.com a new domain.net you can check out a gnu domain also i know eric from AOTA guy, a new article up on there. Uh, interesting open source stuff. Ant Pruitt's point and shoot tomorrow, every Thursday. Yep. Attack the Androids Tuesdays, and of course, Yats on Wednesdays. So uh, thanks for listening, guys, and we'll talk to you next week. Oh, wait, 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 one more thing. What, what? Richard? Burning Man. <laughs> oh, wow. You bought Burning us all tickets oh, to yeah, go? I, I forgot. I forgot to mention, it's, I, I'll put it in the show notes. Uh, there's a live stream of Burning Man at ustream.com slash Burning Man. Oh, nice. That'd probably be a lot more comfortable than actually well, Burning Man going on right now as we speak. Burning Man's going on. They're going to burn the man on Saturday. And I think there's like some uh, secondary burn the sidekick or to the man or whatever. Something on Sunday, too, but whatever. Burning they should burn a whole family one of these years. I want to see like... The wife, the the husband, and then like a a kid and a dog, and just, then just burn it all. Just so long as they don't burn me. That's well, right. I'm saying live stream <laughs> from the Black Rock Desert. Uh, it has a technology element. Loon. All right, thanks, Mike. That was the best comment all show. <laughs> we'll talk to you guys next week. Good night. Good Tech Show. Check us out online at yetanothertechshow.com.